Hey, everybody. Saul Marquez with The Vive Podcast. I want to welcome everybody once again to the show. It's taking place here in Nashville, Tennessee. Vive, it's beautiful. The conference is vibrant. Today, we have two extraordinary guests, and I want to introduce them to you. First, I want to introduce you to Julie Lambert. She's the president and general manager for the provider segment of the business for Innovalon. In her role, Ms. Lambert leads the organization that delivers cloud-based SaaS solutions to tens of thousands of provider organizations across the country, empowering them to achieve better outcomes and economics for their organizations and millions of patients they serve. I'm also here with Dr. Patricia Mizuro. She is the VP of Product Management for Innovalon's Insights business. She's leading the software and data cloud solutions that impact both early clinical research as well as the work of providers and pharmacists at the point of care. Patricia has led product management and software and data companies for over a decade, focusing on a defining and building innovative value-creating solutions for the healthcare and life science markets. I'm so excited to have both of you here to learn more about what Innovalon's doing and what you guys are doing to transform healthcare. So welcome, Julie. Welcome, Patricia. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you both here. One of the things that our listeners love to learn about is the things that make leaders tick. So before we get into the meat and potatoes of the discussion, I'd love to learn what inspires your work in healthcare. Definitely for me, I really enjoy knowing that it's the patient on the other end. It's something really meaningful and having the data that can be brought together and the analytics behind it that can really help someone get better care when they go into the doctor's office or when they go in for a procedure. It just is really meaningful work. Yeah, for sure. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, for, for me, I think it's a mix of the data and the software. And I think software is meaningless, especially in healthcare, really without the data. When you think of patients and the insights you can get based on the journeys of past patients, the history, we can learn so much from history that we can leverage for the future. Couldn't agree with you more as well. And you have this opportunity to actually proactively improve the patient experience. There's a huge benefit to outcomes and it's great for business. Healthcare systems are struggling with a lot of challenges stemming from the ever-changing and currently volatile environment. The lack of resources ranges from financial to human resources, and these issues could lead to lack of organizational growth and inability to fulfill community responsibilities as it relates to better healthcare. One way to maintain market share and ensure sustainability is implementing efficiency programs that would streamline patient care, reduce administrative process, and optimize staffing resources. By working closely with platform integrators and strategic partners, healthcare systems can develop a plan that can overcome these challenges, which is super critical to really overcoming the challenges of the environment. How do we get there? Great question, Saul. We've really seen technology and platforms of all shapes and sizes explode. There's an app for everything, it seems like, or a portal or a platform. And it comes with and it gives us big data. Data has been captured, processed, and is now available for bigger and better things. And when you add the impact and changes brought about by the pandemic, it puts even more into a world of digital transformation that we're going through. What the pandemic really did is it forced us to be comfortable being virtual, being digital. This included, even in the workplace, our meetings became on Teams and we use Zoom. For family and holiday celebrations, we started to use Zoom. And we're seeing more and more telehealth for different types of doctor visits and checkups. So we are truly moving into a virtual world of technology 
And one thing is the healthcare industry doesn't seem quite ready. There's still a ways to go with that. But at the same time, because technology has become so commonplace and it is so relevant and it's just expected by patients that it really has heightened patient expectations. So one thing I was looking at is Symphony RM conducted a study on healthcare expectations from consumers and half the respondents reported having higher expectations since the pandemic with more than half expecting digital integration and having immediate access to their healthcare information. So if we really look at this from the standpoint of improving the quality and efficiency of patient care. During an office visit, it's really the doctor having a 360 view of that patient right in front of them so they can see what medications they're taking, when the last time was that they filled their prescriptions, past lab results, other office visits or specialists that they've seen in the recent past. And now it takes the burden off of the doctor or nurse to get this information from the patient when they present themselves for a visit of any type. And it takes the burden off the patient to remember and have this data available to share with their physician or the provider. And it really, this is where the sweet spot comes in. This is reducing the administrative burden on clinicians, which can help relieve burnout, which is another thing we've seen a lot since the pandemic. And it continues to be an industry challenge leading to a lot of nursing and clinical staff turnover and shortages. So it's really coming down to, we have the data and the access to that data, and we really want to use it for the best healthcare possible. I appreciate that, Julie. And there's big opportunity in aggregating this data in a way that we could be proactive in patient care. Physicians and nurses are tired. Right. And how can we serve them? How can we improve their experience? Exactly. And the data is out there and it's available. It's just a matter of having it presented to them at the right time and in a way that they can use it at the point of care. Yeah, that's fascinating. And so When you talk about the best care possible, I'm thinking you mean the patient experience and better outcomes, right? That's right. Yes. Everyone's needs are unique and every patient expects the full attention of their doctor or clinician during an office visit or any type of encounter. And they also really expect a fast turnaround on interpreting test results or lab results. And this really gets to having access and the availability of this big data that is there. And clinicians can get burdened with the administrative tasks and it really conflicts with providing patient care and really having them focus on the patient when they're there for the visit. I know for myself, when I go in for a checkup and I expect it to be a 15-minute office visit, and if the first 10 minutes are taken up asking me questions about what medications am I taking and collecting a lot of information to update the medical record, I just want the data to be there. I know it somewhere through my pharmacy, urgent care visit that I had recently, etc., They should just be able to download that and have that all available in front of them. And, you know, this administrative burden is, it's not only real, but it's actually quite large. Did you know that wasteful healthcare administrative spending accounts for $570 billion annually? I actually read this in the latest CAQH index that providers spend more time and money on administrative tasks than they do on actual patient care. And that was in 2022. So, With this, there's also financial challenges that providers face. For example, there's a lot of revenue cycle complexities that happen along the entire patient journey from front-end access to registering for an appointment to checking their eligibility and their benefits to really the back-end claims management and billing. And these are many reasons why physicians are either reducing hours or planning to leave practice or retire because there's just so much they have to manage through. And I think we can remove all of that because the data is there and it can be accessed and it can be utilized. 
And things typically go more smoothly when the clinician is simply validating information rather than trying to uncover it and collect it. Julie, thank you for pointing out the issues, adding the value, the, the dollars, right? $500 billion plus in waste on administrative tasks is unacceptable. And then the burnout that comes with that. Right. A lot of people are leaving. Mass exodus is real. So certainly the opportunity to add value is there. Patricia, what are your thoughts on it? Yes. Well, when I think of connected data, I really think about how it drives the best care possible. And it's really about making sense of the data, providing the relevant data at the relevant time of care. So if you think of very specific examples, you have a pharmacist filling out a prescription. He may not want to have the entire patient file. He may be interested in allergy information. He may be interested uh, in doing a pre-authorization for an expensive drug. So it's really about the understanding individual stakeholders' needs and workflow and pain points and then providing data that is relevant. It is connected, but it's also comprehensive at a given point of care. So everybody's needs are unique along the journey of the patient's care. And it's really about understanding what's in the data. Certainly, the, I totally agree with Julie about the whole fatigue along the way of people having access to the data, but it really has to be comprehensive. It has to be connected. It has to be relevant. It has to be aimed at a particular pain point of the user journey. You could give a, you know, a doctor an entire patient file, but it's really not the whole patient file. You have to understand the individual stakeholders' needs. Mm-hmm. Same goes for the pharmacist. Certainly starts with the patient. You know, that's a really great point, Patricia. And you think about all this data and I'm just like, wow, is that even achievable or is that utopia? So I'll say it does sound like utopia, but there really is no perfect state. And That's really what makes it exciting. It allows us to continue to innovate on this. We need an open system mindset for this data. We're all in a unique position to harness the power of the data and put it to good and meaningful use. As we work to define the future and improve the quality and economics of healthcare, we can make progress on this each and every day. I think it's up to all of us here at Vive and Chime to work together to achieve that connectivity, that unity, and really make progress on improving healthcare and the customer experience, which then just spills over into the quality of the care overall. Well, that's really encouraging to hear you say, Julie. And I'm sure you guys have some examples of how you're currently doing it, but definitely open to your thoughts as well on that, Patricia. Yes, so um, I am in product, so I tend to think of the users and the pain points of each Mm -hmm. individual user along the journey. So it's really about understanding what is a pain point. If you think of, I I was talking about the pharmacist, you know, pharmacists today expect to spend anywhere from five to an hour on the phone with a provider. So this is a pain point. How do we make it go away? How do we make the pharmacist be able to look at the data that's relevant for them at that point of care? If you think of the patient, especially when the medication is expensive, it takes a couple of weeks to just get it pre-authorized. Again, that's saving time. That's certainly helping everybody along the way, the pharmacist, the doctor, the patient, to get that medication to the patient faster. I'm thinking just from a personal story, I have children, one of my children, he has a severe allergy to certain types of pollen. I mean, he likes to go camping. He would go camping, mm-hmm. would go outdoors. And I think of a situation where, you know, my child had a, just a very severe respiratory attack. He lost consciousness. Oh I had goodness. to literally carry him out of the woods. and. Scary. Uh, 
and he still wants to go camping. He still wants to go <laughs> for a camp camping. this summer, you know, he, and, uh, and sometimes it's that. with me and sometimes it's with, you know, going on a camp with others and for me to send him there, you know, I'm thinking about it and oh, I'm, I'm thinking sure at are. the other end of the spectrum, if there's a doctor there, there's certainly a very qualified medical staff. If they have my son's file right in front of them, they will be able to see what is the allergy and act accordingly. So mm-hmm. it really gets very, very personal. So when you have that data, when you provide it for everybody, for everyone that's, of course, authorized, I know we are talking about being concerned about, you know, HIPAA and the rules about who has access to the data. But I believe the North Star here is so important. Sometimes it's the difference between life and perhaps no life. Not that I want to think about that. Yeah. yeah. And some great examples, your son and in general, ways that we could customize the experience and find those pain points and deliver based off of those, because it's not about just having a massive file. It's about being able to act on where the need is. Exactly. So it's data, comprehensive, clean, and just relevant, meaning at you the want right time. to see at the right time. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, no, I just, just thinking of those two stories, Patricia, in those two examples, just think about if your son wasn't able to speak for himself and he goes into the emergency room and not able to say, yeah, I'm allergic to pollen. And it could take a day for them to figure out that's what's causing his episode. So it's so important, like you said, to have the data there at the right time and have it relevant because then it can take, you know, you can diagnose something right away then going through this whole triage process. And same thing with prior authorizations and getting a prescription filled at the pharmacy. It can take weeks and all you want to do is just get started on your therapy and start feeling better. And without having that information there that the insurance company can make a decision that, yep, the drug meets the criteria, it can cause delays. And when the data is all right there to be, that could just be presented to reduce those delays. I think that's really, really impactful. And I know we keep collecting more data, right? We always hear, like we come into the doctor's visit and we are asked to fill out the chart yet again, you typically right. expect, as you pointed out, right. Julie, five, 10 minutes, just filling out the same information right. over and over. So really being able to put it together and we have it, it sits everywhere. I mean, it sits in, it in the EHR systems, it sits in claims, it sits in the pharmacy. So how do we right. pull this together? How do we make sense? That's really, I mean, it sounds like a, it's a burdensome task to do so. Right. It but, sounds so simple. But yeah, but no one, so complicated. You know, no one has done it well yet. And I right. want to be honest that it does take time to do it. But having that North Star, we all know we would like to be able to see our history. We all know we want to be able to double click and see here is the relevant piece of information. Yes. Or perhaps, you know, machine learning. I'm very passionate about mm-hmm. machine learning and other ways, statistics. It's not just the word. It can really help. Those are the right. types of things that can help bringing the relevant data at the relevant time to the relevant user. Exactly. And, you know, you bring up a good point. So with Novalon, we do have like largest healthcare database and it has access to all of this rich data that's diverse, it's secure, it's stable, and it can harness the power of this data to focus on these actionable and positive outcomes for everyone. And to get to this simplified approach and to just address the much overdue inefficiencies that we see in provider practices. It's all about just getting to the better patient experience and removing this burden and barrier of collecting this information or not having it in a timely fashion. So the focus can be really on the patient care and getting them you know, on the right track. Well, Patricia, Julie, these are all super exciting. I was researching your company, Innovalon, and I saw mention of Innovalon 1. 
is this how you're supporting the healthcare ecosystem? Tell us more about that. Yes, that is exactly it, Saul. Our one Anovalon platform is a SaaS-based solution that enables these improved clinical outcomes and the economics across the entire healthcare ecosystem. It's a platform that brings together this national scale connectivity, the real-time primary source data, and it takes it to put through the advanced analytics and it's current, it's up to date. It's just actionable insights and information that can really accelerate, as I mentioned, the patient care. And then it gets back to reducing and alleviating clinician burnout and attrition by handling these administrative tasks on behalf of the clinician so they can focus on the care, as we said. And as Patricia mentioned, this is all through this real-time access to the industry's largest primary source data set, which will help us drive a better future for all of us. Yeah, and if I may add, Julie, I think of it not just SaaS as a software as a service, but it's software and data. So data, DAS, and SaaS, I mean, these mm-hmm. are four-letter acronyms we, are mm-hmm. all, we all hear, but yes. for me, it means a lot. Data and software. Software without the data, especially when you think of insights, it's not very helpful. Right. So right. a lot of the work that we are doing within the Novelon is, first of all, doing it, thinking about it internally. Right. Julie is from our provider segment. I am on the insight segment. And so I'm thinking of the insights. I'm thinking about how can we leverage all the data that we have in the provider segment, in the pharmacy segment, in the uh, payer segment? How do we leverage it and drive insights that actually help? And how do we do it? How do we start within our own home, within our own company? I mean, first you have, we all get very, very busy. We all get very busy with helping patients, helping all the stakeholders. But it's really about saying, well, let's just step back for a moment. Let's see how we can connect all of those experiences together, pull that data together. And then how do we build solutions that are going to help within our own company? So it's not just for everybody else, but actually helping people who help the providers, who help the pharmacists. Right, totally. Because we have the software that's in front of the providers all day long, and then we have the data, and then to your point, the analytics that can then bring that to them at the right time. Yep. And, and the right way. And I want to say is that a lot of the things that we do within my segment or the segment that I, I focus on the products are really inspired by the work done within the other segments. So a lot of the software that we have or we are building on top of the data, it has its inception, I would say, within the yes. provider business unit or within the pharmacy because the pharmacist was sitting in front and trying to fill out that very right. expensive prescription and then said, well, if I had this data, so we are using that. Right. Yeah. Well, Patricia, Julie, I think we're all very passionate about that better future. Thank you. Thank you both for the work that you do to improve both the patient as well as the clinician journey. What closing thoughts would you leave us with? Yeah, I'll say healthcare. It's really something we all experience in one way or another. It's just part of life. It's a fact of life. It's also 18.3% of the gross domestic product. So it really all comes down to we want the best healthcare possible at the lowest cost. And we're all patients. We're all consumers of healthcare. And we want to be able to pay for clinical care, not administrative tasks and work. And this could all be solved through the automation and the connections and the data and the analytics that go behind that. And with this data, it's being captured. It's available. It's really time for us to access it. So providers, whether it's a pharmacy, a practitioner, a hospital system, a clinic can have the insights they need to care for their patients in an informed way and have a full view at the right time. 
And uh, if I may add, it's uh, the way I see it, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And uh, we have a North Star, we do see, we hope that everybody, the patient and everyone else that cares for the patient is going to get information, all the information they need, but it, it will take time and uh, we are working towards it. We have small wins along the way. You know, How do we help to make something that takes five days, take maybe a couple of hours, but overall, we do know where we would yep. like to head with this. Yep. It's a journey and it's one step at a time. Love it. Well, I certainly am appreciative that you guys are on that journey. To everybody listening, make sure you check out the show notes because in the show notes, we will include links to Innovalon as well as the products and services and data offering that they have. So Julie, Patricia, thank you both for being on today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. 